Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, Payne and Pendergast with you into the 9 o'clock hour. This, sometime this hour, we're giving away rodeo tickets. Four-pack of tickets to go see John Pardee on March 6th. That's a Monday. So, I'm sorry? Oh, it's the 8th? Okay, I've been saying the 6th the whole time. Am I just misreading that? Okay. I thought we were saying the 6th last week. It's March the 8th. It'll say on the tickets, whatever. Like, you're not going to go. It's in March sometime. All right, Ben? Boy, ben got in my ear like I just cursed or something like that. Um, but I appreciate you looking out for me. But March the 8th. I'm sorry. It's March the 8th for John Pardee. Um, sometime in March. So um, here is uh, D'Amico Ryans, who I'm pretty sure will be the Texans' next head coach, unlike the date on John Pardee. Uh, here's D'Amico Ryan's view on the quarterback position. This is from his press conference about a week and a half ago. We understand we have one quarterback here on our roster, and we have to add more at that position. And we know everybody gets excited about the quarterback. The quarterback is one piece to a team. As I've seen in San Francisco, what happens when you don't have that one guy? Is the season over? Are you just booking it? And No. How do you build around Right, build around that quarterback. Yes, we want a great quarterback, but no, we need a great offensive line to protect the quarterback. We need great running backs, great tight ends, great receivers. We need a great defense, special teams. We all play together, and that's the awesome part about football is it's not on one guy's shoulder to go out there and win the game for us. So it's all about building around right each other right and playing together that's how we'll win games that's D'Amico Ryan's view on the quarterback position and that's that sounds right certainly sounds like the the mindset that he is coming from back here to Houston from San Francisco Shane Steichen was hired uh was announced officially he's the new head coach of the uh Indianapolis Colts a lot of Texan fans said they're nervous that the Colts could move up from four to one and snag Bryce Young right out from underneath the nose of the Texans. Now, we're saying this without even knowing how the Texans feel about any of these quarterbacks, but a lot of Texan fans like Bryce Young. A lot of Texan fans hate the Colts, and um, and the Colts, you know, could certainly make that move if they want. If going up from four to one in this draft um, is something they've got the ammunition to go do if they they want to do it. Does the hire of – and we'll wait and see what Shane Steichen will do a press conference and he'll be asked about the quarterback position and it'll be interesting to see what his answer is as an offensive guy versus D'Amico as a defensive guy. Um, but does the hire of Shane Steichen – we're getting this question a lot on the trailer wheel and frame text page. Does the hire of Shane Steichen increase the chances 
that the Colts trade up and move up to get their quarterback of choice at one. Yeah, I think so. I think that they're at that moment right now where I think it reminds it reminds me a little bit of 2011 for Rick Smith, where in 2011, Gary Kubiak and Rick Smith were both very much on the hot seat. Rick Smith went out and made some really good moves in free agency. They're on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, and, and Gary Kubiak... And it just ends up bringing up Wade Phillips, which is, I don't know, maybe a more of a McNair thing. But they had to do some drastic things basically to save their jobs. I think that Chris Ballard is in that moment right now where, look, you could credit Chris Ballard with a whole lot of things in terms of building a good roster, finding some, um, some hidden gems, and doing well in a lot of areas. But he just flat out hasn't found a quarterback and that's why Frank Wright got fired. So I think Chris Ballard has to look around and, and realize, okay, yeah, we got to find this quarterback. And it's uh, you roll the dice if you like Bryce Young uh, or if you like C.J. Stroud. I think you roll the dice and you, you stake it all on that one guy. you got to convince the owner that it's worth trading up for. Um, but this might be that moment for Chris Ballard. I wonder, too, um, if Shane Steichen – look, they can trade up and they don't have to take Bryce Young if they trade up. They could just trade up because they don't want anybody else. They're at four. They're not at two like the Texans. The Texans are at two, so they're guaranteed one of the top two quarterbacks. So they feel the same about the top two or three guys. The Texans will get one. The The Colts are sitting at four. They may have to move up if they get the guy they want. I think maybe a – Maybe a, a more appropriate question, just given the type of offense that Shane Steichen just was running in Philadelphia, would be, you know, is Will Levis a guy, you know, kind of a, a you know, a bigger guy, more athletic guy, probably more, probably yeah. maps more like Jalen Hurts than either of the other two top guys do. Right, right. I, I, I don't know. I have like I have zero clue what Steichen wants or like how much he demands in a quarterback. I think that. There's a very good chance the Colts want a quarterback. There's a there's like a there's a guaranteed chance that they want a quarterback in general. Um, so I I there's they could perhaps go after either oh boy the Colts could make a play for um, Lamar Jackson I think. Wow. Oh, okay. So Lamar Jackson in a Shane Steichen offense. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Like, I, mean, that, I think there's a good chance that. I, I think there's a good chance the Colts go for broke this offseason. That's the all-in move. The all-in move that, isn't moving yeah. from four to one. The all-in move is going and getting Lamar Jackson. Do we want Lamar Jackson in the division? It'd be fun. It'd be fun. Shane Steichen instead of Greg Roman. It would be fun. Look, I, I don't know what Lamar Jackson's shelf life is, honestly. Like, I don't – Cam Newton is a gigantic human being, and he was used yeah. a lot the same way that Lamar Jackson was – and eventually it was too much for Cam Newton, who's, and Lamar Jackson who's seven foot six, more, 814 yeah. pounds of muscle. Yeah, and I you know, would always see people say that Lamar Jackson avoided contact, and yet he was hit way more times than anybody else over, over the time he's been in the NFL. It, at some point, it, it starts to add up, including in the non-contact injuries, there's just cumulative trauma. It, at some point, I think that your body starts to object to it but he also has never played in a an offense he hasn't played in a non-greg roman offense and there there's just questions as to how good greg roman is to, at developing both sides of a quarterback both the running and the passing so they might feel like okay well with lamar jackson and an offensive coordinator like Shane Steichen, who's turned Jalen Hurts into a better passer than people thought he could be. Yeah. Maybe Steichen can do what Greg Roman didn't. I, I'm with you. I think the chances and the odds are that Lamar Jackson ends up having injuries catch up with him. Um, 
but I also don't want to tempt fate. I would much rather see Lamar Jackson uh, like get get yoinked by the Raiders or Carolina or something than the Indianapolis. Yeah, Bulls. yeah. No, do, do I want to see him in the division? Like, if he gets in the division, then I'll embrace the fun part of it of having him here and playing yeah. him twice next year, and that'll be cool and all that. Um, I think in the short term, what gets a little scary, not just for the AFC South, but maybe in general would be, boy, if they find a way to fix whatever the glitch is going on with this offensive line. Because as you pointed out, they've been they've been bad the last couple of years, and yet it's the same guys that were being lauded as the offensive line of the future with Ryan Kelly and Quentin Nelson and Braden Smith and all those guys. If they get the O-line fixed, and if Jonathan – I know these are ifs, but if Jonathan Taylor stays healthy, that's the one thing Lamar Jackson never really had in Baltimore yeah. is a running back – a Jonathan Taylor in the same backfield with him. Like – I could imagine Shane Steichen would be salivating at the opportunity of what he could do with Taylor and Jackson in the same backfield, in the run game, in the screen game, um, in the RPO game, like with the RPO game with Lamar Jackson and Jonathan Taylor. Holy crap. Well, yeah, and I think that's one thing that Lamar Jackson can do is he makes your offensive line look a whole lot better. It's um, true. It's just a different deal when you've got to account for that extra – Offensive, we, we got to count for that extra runner in the backfield, um, and you take a little bit of the the certainty out of the pass rush and out of the linebackers. You saw on the, I thought Greg Olson did a good job of pointing out the bind that linebackers are in when they face an RPO mm-hmm. during the Super Bowl. Um, he did a really good job highlighting that, and it just sucks. I feel bad for them, um, the linebackers. So, uh, boy, yeah, I don't want to see that. Unless they have to trade away just absolutely everything together. Well, what would the deal be? Obviously, you're giving up the number four pick. It'd be three first-round picks, three and $230 million contract. That's what, because that's... I he, think it would be the Deshaun it's Watson It's the Deshaun deal. Watson deal. And, and do we yeah, think, I think, is Lamar Jackson as good as what we think Deshaun Watson, at least what I think he'll eventually turn back into again? I don't think his ceiling is what, I don't think, I, he hasn't proven yet that he could be as good of an overall quarterback that Deshaun Watson at least has been agreed, agreed. Um, or show the potential to be. We don't know what Deshaun Watson is right now, but he also is not being accused of sexual misconduct by 24 women. So. Uh, no, he's not. He's not yeah. Lamar Jackson. He's managed to steer clear of that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, but the boy, then that's a tempting trade. If you're the Ravens, I mean, the Ravens clearly don't want to pay him a Deshaun Watson contract. Otherwise they would have done it by now. This is a quarterback now, Seth, who is, Miss the end of each of the last two seasons with with injury, like big big chunks of the last two seasons with um with, with injuries. He didn't travel with the team to the playoff game. That a lot was made of that. If you're doing a deal, if you're the Ravens and you're getting a deal that includes the number four pick in the draft this year, yeah. Well, they have, the, and this is the thing: the Ravens have two more realistic years of control over Lamar Jackson. The third year would be prohibitive um, if they wanted to franchise, if they wanted to keep franchise tagging him. So they could roll another year, kind of like Kurt, they, you know, Washington did with Kirk Cousins and just have him keep playing. The question is, okay, is how much is Lamar Jackson willing to play through injury? All of those sticky questions that come up. But if you look at, I mean, I, I honestly, Sean, I'm not trying to like act like this is a huge shift in the economics of the NFL or like I don't want to predict that it's going to be a cataclysmic change but I do think that teams right now are in the process of realizing okay wow boy spend a lot of capital and money on Tyreek Hill spend a lot of capital and money on AJ Brown do it with those guys Stefan Diggs whatever it might be I think it's a much better gamble than look at these top quarterback contracts Aaron Rodgers Russell Wilson I'm just reading down the list from top to bottom 
Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, yeah. and then Pat Mahomes at number five. Like, but four of those top five, you've got serious question marks about right now. Yes, and uh, and I so I don't know if the Ravens are all that eager to to just. I, I think they. It's much more of a staring match, I think, than maybe some people want to believe because they just they they look at these guys that have been rewarded with all that guaranteed money, and they just think that can't be the standard. Well, I can't look at these contracts and say, oh, yeah, I got to pay guys what these contracts are when they're so clearly bad investments. It's not just... And with Except those, for Deshaun Watson, possibly. Yeah, we, well, and, but with those four guys, and we, we've talked about this before, with Jalen Hurts ready to come up for a contract, that like Jalen Hurts, by all accounts, is a great football and locker room and in-the-building character guy. Those four guys you just named, if I'm not mistaken, it was, I forget the order, Seth, but Kyler, Deshaun, Russell Wilson, was Aaron Rodgers the other one um, as yeah. far as highest? Those are four guys that have brought a lot of drama into the building with them. All four yeah. of them. Yeah. All four of yeah. them have brought a lot of drama into the building with them. With Russ, you know, forget about his charity and us kind of clowning that a little bit earlier. He's He was bad this year, and he's not a guy that his teammates generally like. Aaron Rodgers brings drama every offseason because he's a narcissist. Deshaun Watson brought a whole different kind of drama into the building with Cleveland. Now, Cleveland knew what they were getting into when they gave him that contract, but still, he's flawed. And then Kyler Murray, I think a big reason why this job is still open is because I don't know how many guys out there want to hitch their wagon to Kyler Murray over the next couple of years. Dude, I'll tell you what's even scarier. When you start looking at if I if I order it by fully guaranteed money, um, Deshaun Watson is the most with $230 million guaranteed. Then Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers. So you don't feel good about any of those nope. other than Deshaun Watson, but like who knows that? Like, just the whole package is a pain in the butt. Um, then you get Josh Allen, Dak Prescott. Okay. Matt Ryan, who's, who had Holy $94 cow. million guaranteed by the Falcons. You know, uh, like it just, it's, it's amazing. What what some of the quarterback? How bad some of the quarterback contracts? Have yeah, been. man, and those are Carson Wentz. Yeah, and those Seth, those are second and third contracts that some of those guys are getting. Where you've got in you, have, this is not the draft. This isn't when Sam Bradford before the rookie wage scale, where you're giving yeah. Sam Bradford fifty million guaranteed on spec. Like this is you've got three years worth of data to go off of, and teams are yeah. still three, at least three, if not more worth of data to go off of and these teams are still screwing this up and, and that's based on fully guaranteed like yeah. like the actual they they love to try to massage these to make things look like they're guaranteed, guaranteed for injury guaranteed yeah yeah it, it, like pat mahomes has of current nfl contracts he had the 10th most fully guaranteed money like so you think about like right now if pat mahomes wanted to agitate and be like really frankly like a lot like Aaron Rodgers or like Deshaun Watson or anybody he'd have every precedent set that he should have twice as much guaranteed money as any of these guys and yet it looks like he's going the Tom Brady route that's the thing you need to be scared of don't be scared of any of these other quarterbacks be scared of the fact that it looks like Pat Mahomes is super cool and comfortable making a mere um, forty million dollars. <laughs> bingo, bingo. He's the, yeah. he's the anti Rogers where or any yeah. of those guys where you go, okay, we're paying him this much because he's good, and you got to put up with a little bull crap, but we're willing to do that because this guy is so good. Mahomes is better than all of them, like clearly better yeah. than all of them. And oh, by the way, he's the coolest guy out of all of them too, from a football and in the building character standpoint as well. Yeah, that sucks. You know, God, I wish he'd be an a hole. His family can be annoying, at least his 
his wife and his brother are annoying, but I never realized I'd never really seen much of his father before. Um, there were some shots of there have been some shots of Pat Mahomes Senior the last couple of weeks that have been pretty damn entertaining. Smoking the cigar like on the field, so, so and then also just hugging Pat Mahomes after the game the other day. It was yeah. like that was a tearjerker. Yeah, he's uh, like Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes like seems like the best blend of. It's like he took both of his sons and like it's a more interesting Patrick, but it's a way dialed down Jackson to where it just seems like, oh, this seems like a really interesting dude. So yeah. you can see you see you've I've only seen the video of him smoking a cigar on the field. I remember him as a baseball player, but as a father, I've only seen that video and played the little bit of audio that we had from our sister station in Chicago last week where it said they were disappointed yeah. Mahomes didn't go to the Bears. You you've seen a little bit more of it then. So what you're saying is he's you can see a little bit of each of the sons in the dad in some way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he's more uh, like kind <laughs> of extroverted. And but they got amped up versions of each. Or they got the yeah. amped up of the good with Patrick, and they got the amped up of the bad with Jackson. Yeah. The- mm, mm, oh yeah, I guess yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I, yeah. The personality. Yeah. I don't, it's bad, maybe. <laughs> no, I didn't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was trying to compliment Patrick Mahomes' dad. Whatever we, however we came to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I probably botched that. All right. Um, Payne and Pendergast with you on a Tuesday. There still is one more opening in the um, – there still is one more opening in the, uh, in the NFL. What do you – there's going to be more conversations in Arizona today – how is it walking into a job interview where you just gave up 38 points? Well, 31, really, because of a defensive. But you get what I mean, where you were just the reason why your team lost the Super Bowl. That is next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Looks like, it looks like Jonathan Gannon may be getting the job in Arizona. Mike Garofolo of the NFL Network tweeted this about Gannon, who was the favorite to get the Texans head coaching job at the beginning of this offseason. Job went to D'Amico Ryans, much to the satisfaction of many of us here in Houston. Uh, Garofolo tweets this. This is after the Colts had hired Shane Steichen earlier this morning. Garofolo says, As for the Cardinals, who have the last head coach opening, they have more conversations today with Philadelphia D.C. Jonathan Gannon. After that, it's decision time. Um, Seth, what? 
I was thinking about this during the break. Like, what's the real life equivalent, like the non football coach equivalent of going into a job interview after your defense just got torn up in the second half of the Super Bowl? And oh, your interview yeah. is that like showing up the day after getting a DUI or something like that, like interviewing for a job? Um, yeah, that's an interesting one because I thought the the easy go to is, I mean, Kyle Shanahan had to show up in San Francisco after having been blamed for blowing the Super Bowl yeah. versus the Patriots, but he already had the job. Yeah. That's different than applying for the job after your not so greatest moments. I, I think you, for one, you have to be very, very transparent and open about just exactly how you screwed up yep. um, or what you could have done different. And how do you prevent it from happening again <laughs> before you give me millions and millions and millions you of dollars? You almost use the elements of an apology, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Without saying you're sorry. Like you be specific. You yeah. understand what happened. You take ownership. Don't make excuses. I'm literally reading yeah. what makes for a good apology. Don't make excuses. <laughs> Say why it won't happen again. Yeah. I, I promise when we play in a Super Bowl, that won't happen again. Well, I like this guy's confidence. He you know thinks we're going to the Super Bowl. You know, it's funny. That is the right way to go about it if you want to be proper about things yeah. and be a good human and win the approval of sports radio hosts, I suppose. And yet, when you look at real life, sometimes you're dismayed to find that, oh, yeah, but a lot of people get rewarded for doing the exact opposite way. Yeah, like, I would do. never recommend that somebody go in and just start, uh, you know, shiving people in the kidneys about uh, and, and playing the blame game. But I don't know. Maybe the most appropriate strategy is for Gannon to go in there and explain how it was all Sirianni's fault and the guy can't be trusted and I hate him or something. I don't know. I don't know. Because that, that, that behavior gets rewarded too. It's not the best way to live your life, kids. No. I highly... I highly suggest that you don't do it that way. And yet you will go through life watching various people get rewarded for doing things the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, and it can be very frustrating at times. Be like, bro, you see our linebackers? Of course we got torn up. And then he looks over at Monty Ford, the GM. You're going to get me better linebackers, right? You're a good That's GM. True. And is going to be like, yeah. hell yeah. You're giving me a pep talk right now. Hell yeah, I'm going to get you so, better linebackers. So a lot of that comes down to, okay, you know, scouting, knowing your audience. I think reading the room and knowing your audience, I think there's some owners and some GMs that might actually be cool with that or okay with it or kind of be on the same page with yes. you. Like, you should see the guys I've gotten blamed for stuff around here. <laughs> Let's go drink and I can start collecting information on you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so... Hopefully, for Jonathan Gannon's sake, uh, Michael Bidwell, the owner of the, the Cardinals, and Monte Asimford, the GM of the Cardinals, hopefully they don't listen to WIP in Philadelphia because if they listened early yesterday in the opening segment, their potential future head coach was getting blamed for losing a Super Bowl. Number one we're going to rip is the defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Nick Sirianni, a couple of weeks ago, called this radio program and started reeling off the brilliance of Jonathan Gannon's defense this year. I will predict, he's not booked to be on today, uh -huh. I will predict he will not be doing that again in the foreseeable future. Rhea, you saw that, right? Yeah. Were you pulling your hair out in the fourth quarter yeah. as you watched the Chiefs own the Eagles coaching staff? The coaching in the second half of that game was a determining factor, and it began with Jonathan Gannon. There was no question about it. He was owned by Andy Reid. I owned. Ah, would you see it differently? No, I, I, I said it looked like Andy Reid took him over his knee and spanked him at the 50-yard line yeah. the whole second half. What the hell was going on with our defensive strategy? There was was there any? No, Andy. Was just, there any? Andy picked it apart. Oh, my goodness. You know 
You know what's funny is they, uh, you know, the people in Philadelphia were complaining about Jonathan Gannon playing too much zone all the time. And the two plays that they hated the most, those wide open zigzag plays, that, that Reed exploited the Eagles' man defense yep. on that. They yep. they were trading off man responsibilities, and they got a little too aggressive. You don't want to hear it, that, Seth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you got a real man play man. Real men play man. Um, boy, but that Cataldi, man. It's just like everything about – there's something about the, his voice and the way he emphasizes words. Everything he says is interesting. Yeah. I got to be more like Cataldi. Yeah. Ugh. You did you get into a Cataldi worm? Life. Did you get into a Cataldi wormhole at all? I did, I did. I was looking for some Cataldi. I wanted to see some. I wanted to hear what other things Cataldi was saying uh, that maybe weren't on our Odyssey app or something. Yeah, yeah. So I, I went. I did find this this little gem from Doug Peterson, who, like Nick Sirianni, would apparently do a weekly radio show with Angelo Cataldi. And this was after a particularly frustrating loss back in 2020, apparently. The clip I found, they didn't say exactly where it was from. But this was, okay, what you're going to hear at the beginning is a woman's voice who's kind of reading a sports update, probably a recorded one, that plays automatically right before Doug Peterson comes on. So Doug Peterson is on the phone listening to the radio, waiting to come on, and this is his lead-in. Who do you blame the most for the Eagles' 10-point loss to the Giants? 72% coaching. Head coach of the Eagles, Doug Peterson. Hi, Doug. Good morning, Angelo. Thanks for the lead-in. I appreciate that. I'm sorry. I did. That was just... That the... was awesome. I that really... That, hey, listen, that just puts me in a great mood today. <laughs> Doug, Already in a good mood. I yeah. appreciate it. I, I kind of felt you probably wouldn't be in a good mood. You Can did... I hang up now? No, no. Please don't, Doug. I, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling my obligation right now. If I, I hang up, I feel my obligation. Doug, I fully understand. I'm, I'm pissed off, Angelo. All right. What about, Doug? I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off at myself. I'm pissed off at the way we played. And, and it's just, it, it frustrates me. It frustrates me to no end. And, you know, it's, it's, we have too much pride. And uh, I have too much pride. These players have too much pride. We, we work our ass off during the week. And, and you know, it's, 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 it's frustrating. Yeah. So um, I'm just pissed off. <laughs> yes, he was. That was a that was an animated version of Derek Carr without any allusions to possible PEDs or any uh, you know get, yeah, get right quick dude, drugs. Yeah, he was. But uh, but listen to the genius of Cataldi right there. Cataldi was. Uh, I, I felt like he was panicking a little bit because he realized what had happened, and I'm sure somebody got yelled at after that. Oh segment. yeah. Maybe that's what you play right before Doug Peterson comes on. Oh, my God. God. But when Doug Peterson said, I'm pissed off, honestly, I think that if I were in that moment, I'd be thinking like, yeah, he's pissed off at us. When Cataldi just simply asked, what are you pissed about? And it gave it gave him an opportunity. It gave Peterson an opportunity to either explain it or to pivot and kind of realize, like, all right, like, I got to let me catch myself here. Um, And he's and he said he was pissed off about himself and his performance and everything instead of pissed off that that's how they they let in with a poll that 72 percent of fans blame Doug Peterson. That was a really good job by Cataldi. I got to (laughs) say, I'm getting him off like. Yeah, he yeah. was threatening to hang up. He was threatening to hang up. I couldn't tell. At first, though, I, and I listened to it like four times, and I couldn't tell, obviously, without video, whether Peterson was maybe messing with him a little bit 
like, you know, like having fun with it, but like not serious. But then when I, I heard him talking about how pissed he was at himself and his team and, you know, he would end up getting fired that year. Yeah. That I, it, it was probably pretty genuine. He was probably fed up with it all. Sirianni, um, a, a few weeks back, you know, had that whole long soliloquy about Gannon in that press conference and then came on Cataldi's show the next day and listed all those stats and everything. And it seems like Sirianni and Cataldi have a pretty good relationship just based on that little bit of audio that we played a couple of weeks ago. Do you feel like Cataldi is so over the top that the coaches kind of know like, hey, this is the deal. This is what Angelo does. You know, like, yeah. I, like I feel like, like the coaches got the bulk of the – Gannon, but also the coaching staff in general got the bulk of the criticism from what I listened to. And yet I feel like Sirianni's going to go on his show next time and be cool with it. I wonder if it's just a function of how cool the actual coach is or if – Pretty much any coach that comes to town it's, knows, like, because he's been there forever, Cataldi. It's Philly radio. It's almost like that's just a rite of passage. You sign up Philly for that when you take radio. the job. Yeah. 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 That they're, like, people have explained it in Philly how it's just different. Like, Cataldi or some of those big personalities there are just people hang on their every word and they, those guys have a lot of sway <laughs> that, so it's, it's worth it to just accept it for what it is. And like, all right, yeah, I'll deal with it. He's going to be a jerk to me at times, but he also, I think he's pretty, I think Cataldi is pr pretty honest with them about it. It's not like he two faces yeah. them. And when he, when they come on with him, he, he changes his argument or anything. He might bring the tone down a little bit, but he's going to, He's going to ask him hard questions. Yeah, yeah, But he yeah. also has – yeah, I've heard him with – like, he's had fun with Sirianni, too, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think they – from what I've listened to, and they they genuinely seem to like each other. Now, it helps when your team went 16-3 and three during the regular season, I would imagine. You know, like – It's a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there was not – there's really there, – honestly, there wasn't a ton to criticize of the Eagles, although I'm guessing that doesn't stop Philadelphians from finding things to criticize the Eagles about. To wit, one, Jonathan Gannon. It was the defensive coordinator the biggest, for a Super Bowl team. Honestly, the biggest issues I've ever had with either coaches or owners that have an issue with me, it almost always, almost always is not, it's not something they actually heard. It's something Second told hand. to them. Yeah. It goes through the telephone game. Yep. And it turns into like a way worse version of whatever I said. Yes. Which, uh, you know, usually that's why I always encourage people like, just call me or text me if you got an issue with something because we can, I'll either, say yes that's exactly what i said or i'll say like well no i still th i think you're wrong but it was for these reasons not because of whatever your your buddy next door said yep um all right do we get finalized head co uh, finalized coaching staff for the texans today also a uh, player playing for a team that hasn't made a super bowl in uh, in a lifetime uh is promising another player come to our team bro and you'll play in a super bowl we'll tell you who that was as well we're going to give away the john party tickets in the next segment, final segment coming up. We'll do that uh, between now and the end of the show as well. So be listening. you got a chance to win a four-pack of rodeo tickets to see John Party on March the 8th at NRG Stadium. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. I'd be listening sometime between now and 9.50-ish, 9.53, sometime between now and the end of the show. John Party tickets to the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. Sean Pendergast, Seth Payne with you. Calais Campbell tweeted, um, I really want to play in Super Bowl 58. Calais Campbell's going to come back for another year. Most recently with the now? Ravens. Good question. He's been around a while. He's uh, well now. I now with Tom Brady 39. gone, there's a chance guys can be the oldest player in the NFL. Um, he is. Rogers is 40. Yeah, Rogers is probably the oldest. Uh, uh, Calais Campbell is 36 years old. Oh, that's nothing. He's a baby. Yep. 30. That's uh, he's he's one of these guys that he he kind of talks like a gravelly voiced rock DJ from 1973. So oh, he, he? he comes across as he's like a yeah like he's kind of got like a Lawrence Fishburne type where he he seems a lot older than he actually is. So when like when Calais Campbell was 30 years old, he probably people thought he was 52. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's 36 now. Um, he's tweeted, I really want to play in Super Bowl 58, to which Micah Parsons, Dallas Cowboys, do everything defensive player, tweeted back at him, better put a star on your helmet, bro. End quote. Mm. <laughs> so Micah Parsons, who plays for a team that hasn't been in the Super Bowl since the 1995 <laughs> season, <laughs> is saying, bro, yeah. you want to go to the Super Bowl? Yeah, we we I, we're gonna make the Super Bowl every twenty nine years in Dallas, and we are due. Yeah. It's our time. Yeah, the Cowboys are the they're like um they wish they were the Lakers, I suppose, because the Lakers sometimes overestimate how much everybody else cares about the Lakers, and yet they they have put together some damn good basketball teams this century. They rise up and win where, a title every few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas with the Cowboys. Whatever the appeal is, it's certainly not about winning. It's more about just, I, I guess, the, the attention you get as a Dallas Cowboy. I do think it's an underrated spot. It, guys might not realize until they play there the kind of long-lasting star power you can have if you're a Dallas Cowboy. Um, you know, it's funny. I, and, and, Sean, this is probably the best indication. Like, usually if I upload if, like I upload stuff to YouTube, like you kind of get spikes based on normal times when people are watching it. Either It's usually either in the morning when they don't want to actually be working or in the evenings when they're sitting around. Like, with the Cowboys content, it's like 24 hours steady uploads 
the whole oh, time yeah. downloads the whole time. Like, yeah, like, because they're worldwide. Yeah. So there's people, like, when you get something that takes Tokyo. off and it's Cowboys content, yeah. it's like one long, steady graph upwards of, of yeah. people downloading their Cowboys content. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and I think, you know, Cowherd made, Colin Cowherd made this point about Sean Payton when he was looking at jobs potentially to, to go coach. And I don't know that I, I don't know that I totally agree with the sp- the specific take on Peyton that, hey, the reason the reason why Sean should go to the Broncos is because the Broncos are a blue blood organization. And if you want to get back into TV, then the Broncos are the path to get back in. I thought it was a I thought the take was a little off with Peyton just because A, Peyton was with the Saints and he got into TV just fine. And B, Peyton would be getting back into TV. He's been in TV once already. I'm sure they'll welcome him back if he ever decides to go back. But I think the sentiment that Cowherd had, if he had just applied it to somebody else, is valid. And I think that's kind of what you're saying, maybe a, a flavor of that with Campbell, which is if if you're a player who's getting on in years and you have your choice of where you want to go and you know you want to get into media, then part of your decision-making criteria may, maybe should be which organization gives me the best chance of getting into the media, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, and there's, that's a, a goal. And there's 100%. Yeah, yeah, like the... Um... And I, th- I think a, a lot of guys might not like. I didn't know I wanted to go into media. I thought I'd be dead set against it, um, it for various reasons. But I think the teams or, or guys that go to like anybody in the NFC East, you know, if some of the uh, the Raiders, uh, the Packers, some of those ones with like more nationwide fan bases, they just they they have more curating or what have you. There's just more recognition amongst more people. And, and then this is the, the big thing, especially about like the NFC East or the Giants uh, in particular. So many media executives come from New York and grew up Giants fans. That like yeah. they they end up making decisions based on like well yeah but he was awesome man for those uh, <laughs> <Right>? nineteen ninety <1990, laughs> right. that nineteen ninety team are you kidding me yeah See, we we're want down, him on the show yeah, we're down to Troy Aikman Brett Favre and Phil McConkey. For this job, you know? <laughs> Mark Bavaro, uh, uh, the t- trailer wheel and frame text page seven. Thank you, seven four one nine. This goes back to you and I talking about the um, the excerpt from Evan Drellich's book, Seth. This I don't know if we need to turn this person in or not. Um, if this oh, no. is police material, yeah. I swear to God, if I ever run into that clown ass Bellinger. I'm just going to start throwing hands with zero warning. Same goes for Joe Kelly. The Dodgers were cheating in those 2017 World Series games. I guess I'm going to have to create a YouTube channel and expose those effing clowns. The Dodgers were signaling batters from the dugout, period! Exclamation point. Um, Do sir, it. you are Do it. Start Do a it. YouTube channel? Yeah, the YouTube channel. Not yeah. the, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. The YouTube channel. Not the, the physical not violence. Encouraging part, physical no, violence on the street. Yeah. Don't don't pull me into that. I would never encourage such a thing. Of course not. No. I no. wouldn't condemn it, but I certainly would never condur- encourage such a thing. Right. Right. I know don't you got to be die, careful, though. everybody. Of course you yeah. wouldn't. Yeah. Um, you got to be careful though, because according to Joe Kelly's wife, he's quite the tough guy. Oh uh, yeah, according to his wife. She, 
Yeah, she 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 spoke out when people were accusing Joe Kelly of doing what he did, which was running to the dugout when Carlos Correa tried to uh, tried to confront him. She said, "Hey, you guys don't know Joe. He doesn't back down from anybody, okay. except in that instance yeah. in which he just backed down." And then um, I guess recently, when his book came out, she doubled down and said that he's super super tough, y'all. Oh, uh, really? Which, corroborates the story that we had originally heard from her herself yeah. about Joe Kelly being tough. I haven't heard from anybody else. Right. I haven't heard from she, anybody else, but just She corroborated out. her own story. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so there's two you. sources, Joe <laughs> Kelly's wife and then Joe Kelly's wife in a later age uh, who say that Joe Kelly is super tough, yo. Got it. Check. Fair enough. Uh, let's give away those yeah. Sean Party tickets. <laughs> uh, call right now, 713-572-4610. Oh, this is John Party. I like this song. Uh, caller number five wins a four-pack of tickets to see John Party at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. March the 8th, keep listening all day long for your chance to win rodeo tickets. In the Loop has your last chance for John Party tickets in the 11 o'clock hour. And then it's on to the Chainsmokers the rest of the day, 1 o'clock, 3 o'clock, and 5 o'clock hours. I'm a damn wife of mine. She was, When Chris Stapleton came on to sing the national anthem, she was all like, oh, yeah, I love Chris Stapleton. I'm like, wait a second. What the hell is this all about? Like, you always tell me you don't like country. And that's why I always have to try to convince her that bands like Turnpike Troubadours aren't actually country. I try to, like, no, they're more, uh, you know, they're more like folk singers more than anything. Stapleton is almost like soul, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, like well, I know, but soul. everything's kind of mixed and bled into no, it each is. other right. nowadays. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, so I'm like, don't sit here and try to, try to disparage me for my various country artists that I like. And you sit here openly loving on Chris Stapleton. <laughs> You need to and leave she, her. Now she's trying to get me to eat more cupcakes out of the blue ever since <laughs> really? then. She's like, yeah, hey, Seth, why don't you have 17 cupcakes for breakfast? <laughs> she wants you no, to No, don't go shave in- that beard. She, don't, don't shave that beard. Put a hat on. is looking for you to get into a diabetic coma. I've been no, there she's before. Trying to get, she's got a Chris Stapleton thing. Yeah. She's yeah. trying to make me look more like Chris Stapleton. Oh, yes. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You'll need to sing. But that's but but at least the, you, she can just play the music and look yeah, at you. And I then, think that's what she's up to. Yep. It's disgusting. <laughs> uh, uh, what's going on, dude? John Lopez in studio. How us. are you guys? We're awesome, man. We're awesome. How are you? Uh, I, I'm always, uh, you know, uh, very, very excited about uh, the next day and uh, happy to be wherever I am. I don't like Valentine's Day, though. Oh, today. God, we haven't even acknowledged that today is Valentine's Day. I'm not a big Valentine's <laughs> I better Day acknowledge fan. it at some point. You better figure something out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 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 an awful holiday. What? Why is it awful? It's It's not our holiday. It's not. No, you're right. It, 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 it's a big it, it, reach it, it, into our pockets. It's a ladies' holiday. It's not a couple's holiday. No. Yeah. They think it's a couple's holiday. That's how they sell it. That's how they get you. Isn't our holiday on March 14th, though? Uh, not allowed no, to oh, say that one? what exactly it is. But God, yeah. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> John. Yes. <laughs> what if I were to tell you that according to legend, St. Valentine signed a letter from your Valentine to his jailer's daughter, whom he had befriended and healed from blindness. Mm, Another common legend states that he defied the emperor's orders and secretly married couples to spare the husbands from war. Mm, Okay. Well, now that's deep. Well, now you're talking. Yeah. You know why I think Valentine's Day is is an awful holiday? Why? It's a lie. (laughs) Well, okay, it's a lie. It's a lie. Not just that, that it's made up, that it's women, not men, it's not couples. Yeah, yeah. They don't realize, like, they, they go over the top with the things that we get them. Yeah. Do they realize we're going to the grocery store to get flowers? 
my wife knows. She she knows. She she knows the deal. <laughs> We're going to the grocery She's store. Guys. So that said, are you doing anything for Jan? On I went Valentine's? to the grocery store. I, I have a confession. Uh, that oh, twelve twenty. I'll share at twelve twenty. Okay. All right. Good deal. I'm for, for me. The speaking of the, yeah, for me, St. Valentine's Day seems like a big uh, hoax designed specifically to get me to buy chocolate covered strawberries for myself at like the 17 gro- times yeah, yes. in the next three days. <laughs> yes. Gigantic. Look, it's got a it's got a long stem for gripping and everything. <laughs> yeah, well for me I would that would be servicing the person I love the most. Yes. Me. So yes. that would be good. Uh what do you guys got going on on the show there, Lock Dog? Uh, uh we got a lot. So uh most powerful couples in Houston, the 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 strongest bonds in H-Town in the spirit of Valentine's Day. I like it. I like it. Uh the five most pivotal moments of the Texans offseason. Uh John McClain's going to join us. Uh and we're also going to uh talk about Lopez's hate of Valentine's Day. I got more. We check that one off. Uh, got I, got more. I got more. I got, I got a lot more. more. I got a lot as more. well as some other things. All uh, kinds of levels of hate. I got a confession. I'm gonna kick Sean's ass on Friday. Okay. So we'll uh, uh, yeah, we'll wait we'll and see. We that. need more trash talk for the softball game. Mm-hmm. Uh all right, we're done. Uh fellas, have a great show. My catcher's got me covered when it comes to the trash talk. Dude, yeah, yeah your catcher's over the top. We'll talk more about that later in the week. Antibodies to you, my friend. Uh, antibodies and everybody listen. Landry's got a better idea of how much the Colts would have to pay for Lamar Jackson. Better than our, our dumbasses. Yeah, so that's listen true. Up. I just yeah. saw the text. Yes, listen to the listen to the smart trade people. <laughs> okay. Landry Locker, sure. Landry Locker, <laughs> featuring John like Lopez. Valentine's yeah. Day. <laughs> and Figgy Fig as well. The smartest of the bunch. Uh, we're done. We'll see you tomorrow at six a.m. Have a great day, everybody. Antibodies to you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 